This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing. Of course, following the podcast here. Wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get them, and YouTube. We appreciate you listening and following along. And don't forget that YouTube page, 94WIP. Check it out there. ton of great video content up every single day, 94WIP, YouTube there. So today I wanted to kind of dive into the other side of the Bryce Harper contract extension request. Boris and Harper really laid it on thick. I mean, really, Harper started doing this last August. If you go back and listen to some of those, the, the, you know, the postgame stuff after he hit number 300 last August, he really started talking about, you know, wearing this uniform for the rest of his career and wanting to be here to set records. And the groundwork was laid for Bryce Harper to ask for more years and obviously more money. And Boris laid it on thicket in the offseason. And now we start spring training. And here's Bryce Harper again saying, I want to end my career in Philadelphia, even though he has eight years left on this contract. You guys know by now, I talked about this earlier in the offseason. I talked about it on WIP yesterday. I don't want to give him a contract extension. Not now. No way. I think it is a ridiculous, ridiculous thought that Bryce Harper is asking for more years, more money with eight years left on his contract. That being said, it's very easy for me to sit in my seat in front of a microphone and say this. It's a little bit more difficult for the Phillies who have this star player, who have a very good vibe rolling right now, have a team that we should expect to win in the 90-game you know, range, uh, compete in the National League East, compete for a National League pennant. You know, this is a really good moment right now for the Phillies. It's really hard. I think it's a lot harder for them to just, you know, no way, no how, enough of this nonsense, Bryce, than it is for me or for you. We could do that. You know, we could have that conversation about how ridiculous this is. The Phillies have to play the PR game. They have to play the feelings game. They have to do this with their star player and their most marketable player and the face of their franchise. So there's a, there's a different level of this. So, so how should the Phillies handle it? You know, it's one thing for me to just say, say no to him. It's another thing for the Phillies to do it. Now, so far, here's how they've handled it. Dave Dombrowski, I think, has been... Very, you know, Dave Dabrowski could have been a politician. He's really good at speaking. He's really good at not putting his foot in his mouth. He's really good at kind of saying what he's got to say without, without making a mistake. So D- Dave's really good at this kind of stuff. And, you know, he did say on WIP a couple weeks ago, you can't always have what you want, but it doesn't mean that they won't talk down the line. 
John Middleton quoted in the Inquirer a couple days ago talking about how he's not worried about the Bryce Harper situation, but he doesn't want Bryce Harper to be worried about it. So I think the Phillies have to tread somewhat lightly here, and they have to make Bryce Harper feel like he's seen and he's heard, but they also don't have to rush into anything with eight years left on his deal, okay? Anything. A contract extension now would be just bad business. So if I'm the Phillies, here's what I'm doing. And when you have a 13-year relationship with a player, a no-trade, a long-term commitment, and the Phillies have held up their end of the bargain alongside Bryce Harper holding up his end of the bargain, I'm sure when he signed and they spread his money out over 13 years, there was a there was an expectation that they would spend, they would go up towards the taxes, which they're now in the second taxpayer bracket, that they would add a lot of talent around Bryce Harper. They would try to develop talent, and they've done all of that between Zach Wheeler, re-signing Aaron Nola, keeping JT Real Muto, all of this stuff. I believe the Real Muto trade was completed before they even traded for Harper. So not the trade for Real Muto, but keeping Real Muto. Castellanos, Schwarber, they've done this over and over. They've spent. So the Phillies, there has to be a level of trust Bryce has in the Phillies that their word and John Middleton's word is good. You know, when these two go back, I remember being on the air a Friday night during the old evening show, Jack was producing me then, and we were kind of tracking the Middleton plane going out to Vegas. So th- these two, there's a relationship between John Middleton and, and Bryce Harper that is, is, is unique. And I think it's, it's, mo- it's unique among owner-player relationships. I don't think that they're all like this. So there's got to be a trust level here. So if I'm John Middleton, I'm going to Bryce Harper, and I'm saying, look, I, I want you to be here too. I, I want what, what you want is what I want, which is let, let's – have the end of your career, whatever that looks like, however that long that's going to be from now, in this uniform. I do want you to set records here. I do want you to chase 3,000 hits here. I do want you to do all those kind of things. 500 home runs, 600 home runs. I, I, I want all that. So I'm on board with that if I'm John Middleton. And I'll tell Bryce Harper, I want that. I also, we, we have some more pressing needs we got to take care of right now. Number one, we got to keep building this thing to win a World Series. Okay, that's number one. Number two, we got Zach Wheeler, and who's a huge part of this. In fact, I know the MLB uh, Network's doing their top 100 right now. Bryce came in at 11, Turner at 16, which I think is, is ridiculous. But Turner came in, I think, at 16. Uh, Wheeler in the 20s, 27 maybe. I think Wheeler should be top 20. Um, but what, regardless, you know, he's one of their two best players in my mind. Harper and Wheeler, the two best players. You got to keep Zach Wheeler. So I need to put all my energy and all my resources right now and my thought process and my budget moving forward in getting Zach done. That's number one. And the other thing I want to see, and I don't know exactly the ramifications of how this went down. There's kind of conflicting information out there on, on Bryce at first base. I want to watch you play first base for at least a full year. But let's just, let's shelve all this for a full year there still be seven years left of this contract, and let's just see what we what we got, where we're at as a franchise one year from now. Let's see if we have Zach resigned, or did we not get that done? Did it not work out? And do we have to go replace Zach Wheeler? And is that going to look like a trade? Is there going to look like another free agent signing, whether it be Wheeler, Corbin Burns, Garrett Cole could be in the free agent market next year? How are how are we getting to where we need to get to? For short and long-term goals. That's number one. Wheeler's the first priority, but if it can't be Wheeler, how, how do we replace Zach Wheeler? So I got to worry about that. Two, let's, let's see the first base thing play out. Let's see how you feel there. Let's say you look there. And let's see, and if I'm Middleton in the back of my mind, where the market goes at first base. Specifically, 
Pete Alonso. And one of the under-talked-about things, I think, of Bryce's move to first base is financially, I think this hurts Bryce Harper and it helps the Phillies. First basemen, simply put, are not paid, not paid like star outfielders or star shortstops. They're just not paid like them. A star outfielder or star shortstop can get upwards of 35 to $40 million per year. We've seen it now with the, the shortstop class of last year, the $300 million guys. You know, Correa got a little bit under that, but Turner, Bogarts, we saw it with Lindor a couple years ago. That premium position will get paid. You can move them off shortstop as they get older, all that kind of stuff. And the outfielders, Aaron Judge, uh, Otani as a u- easy unicorn, but the Mookie Betts, uh, just wait for Soto. I'll get to him in a second. He will get, you know, in that upwards of $40 million per year range. Those positions, the the great shortstop, the great offensive outfielder, they get the $35-40 per year on the AAV. First basemen do not. As of right now, Freddie Freeman is among the highest paid guys in the upper 20s. Matt Olson in the upper 20s. And those guys are great players. In fact, Freeman is a better player than Harper. I, I think he is. I think he's been that for a while now. They're close, but Freeman's a better player, and he doesn't get paid $30 million on average per year. So that's that's a consideration here. The position you play, well, let's see where the market goes here. There's not been a first baseman signed to a $200 million contract since Prince, Fiel- Prince Fielder, excuse me, about a decade ago. It's been a long time since we had a, a first baseman get paid that kind of money. Now, Pete Alonso is going to be a free agent after the season. Let's see where that goes. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So if I'm Middleton, I'm trying to appease Bryce. I'm trying to talk to him in a trustworthy way. I'm trying to get him to understand we got business to take care of here specifically this season, Zach Wheeler, what we're doing there. And then I got to see also where my budget goes. Because over the next 6 to 12 months, the Phillies could, could, in theory, re-sign Zach Wheeler and then acquire a major, major star. I'm going to give you two names to keep an eye on. Number one would be Mike Trout. Yes, fishing for Trout. Trout fishing. You know, I can't wait till everyone gets to Citizens Bank Park when the Angels come in and chance ask out Trout. You know, like, ask out. He, he's, he's, for the first time ever, you know, really publicly talking about his future in terms of maybe he would ask out and, and criticizing the, the, the Angels for what they haven't done this offseason. I think, I think this is the most public push by Trout for the team to improve. Otherwise, he, he may finally ask out. So I think that is a possibility. It wouldn't surprise me at all if the Angels are horrendous this year in a really tough division. You have the defending champion Rangers. I know they're banged up pitching-wise to start the season, but they're going to have you know a good offense. They'll be competitive enough. They'll have Bruce Bochy you know, push the right buttons. They'll score a lot of runs early. Even if the pitching isn't there, they'll probably be in the race. And then here comes Scherzer and DeGrom. The Angels won't be as good. You have the Astros, who are a machine. Even if they take a little step back, they're still a machine. And then you have the Seattle Mariners, and I I like what Seattle's done. I think they're going to be a good team this year. Their young pitching is incredible. And if they land a Matt Chapman, it wouldn't surprise me if Seattle is a really, 
outstanding baseball team, way better than the Angels. So the Angels are going to be terrible. It won't surprise me if this is finally the time that Mike tried to ask for the trade. Phillies have some issues. Rojas doesn't hit. Injury, whatever. Boom. They need a four-hole hitter, you know, desperately to protect Bryce. And the Trout rumor starts. So suddenly the Trout trade and the Trout arrival to Philadelphia could be a thing this summer. That It changes the budget for the Phillies moving forward. And then the other one, this offseason, I don't believe... Juan Soto is going to give up free agency. I don't believe he would do that, even if he loves New York, and I think he will like playing for the Yankees, hitting in front of Aaron Judge, the short porch in right field. He'll be beloved there. Uh, The Bronx is a huge Dominican uh, community in New York, and I think Juan Soto will feel very welcomed and loved by the Yankees fans, specifically the ones like literally right there in the Bronx, the bleachers, creatures, all all those guys. So it's going to be a fun year for Soto, But I don't believe, as the sirens in Philadelphia go off, I don't believe, and maybe this is an alarm for baseball, Soto's going to give up free agency. You know, Boris has not given up free agency with with Soto. I mean, this is is the blueprint. You get up to the big leagues at 19, at 20, and by 25, 26, you're in for the the all-time payday. It's how the Machado and Harper free agency went, and Soto's the next in line. And one day, Jackson Holiday will be next. I mean, this is how it works. You, you, these guys, they come up every seven or eight years or 10 years, and, and, and it's special. And that's Soto. So as we get to next offseason, let's say the Phillies don't trade for Trout. And this season, you know, does not end with a championship. And it feels like they're a bat short. Well, they've been connected to Soto for a while now. I mean, there was that stuff last summer with the plane uh, back from the all-star game, the one Soto connection to the Phillies. And there's some thoughts out there. He wants to be in the East coast. And I, I could see a bidding war next winter between the Yankees who are clearly going to want to keep him, the Mets who have been kind of targeting 2025 as the spot. And they really haven't had the major, and I mean, major move under Steve Cohen yet. Now, you know, you could say that, uh, Scherzer and, and, and uh, Verlander were big ones, but those guys were older, shorter-term deals. I, I mean like the $500 million deal that, that sticker shocked through the industry. That hasn't happened yet under Steve Cohen's, and it probably, it probably could very soon. So I think the Mets will be involved. But the Phillies could be involved for Soto. So I, I, if I'm Middleton, I'm like, listen, Bryce, I'll, I, I want you here. I want you to do all these special things in a Phillies uniform. But number one, I got to get Wheeler re-signed. Number two... I got to figure out, do we need one more player? How do I get that player? Is it Mike Trout? That's a big budget concern moving forward. Is it Juan Soto? It's a big budget concern moving forward. And then after all that, and we say you play at first base, and I see how the first base market resets itself. Does it go over 30 million AAV or does it stay in the upper 20s? Then we talk. Then we talk. And the last bit of information, if I'm John Middleton, that I need to know. And I, you know, this is probably a tricky thing to say to a player because you don't want to make him feel like, you don't believe in, in all this kind of stuff or you're worried, but I got to see durability. I have to see how you how durable you are at first base. You know, we had Eric Kratz on the Midday Show last week, and he mentioned something interesting that no one's really brought up at first base because everyone assumes it's easier, the wear and tear on his body, rather than, you know, he doesn't have to throw the ball from the outfield or protect that arm. First base, you don't have to make many throws. You got to do that double play to to, to second base or the you know the cutoff and the, and the relay throw to home, but it's not many throws for a first baseman to really make, and it's going to be less wear and tear, less you know we're like let it rip throws like he hurt himself in the outfield. But Kratz mentioned it's constant movement, it's constant change in movement around you know 
shifting, moving, and, and it it's a, takes a toll on your back. Don Mattingly was a player that had back issues at first base. A lot of first basemen have. Bryce has had back issues in the past. Will that be an issue for him? Will that be a problem, or is it going to be fine and he's fully healthy? You know, Bryce posts for 150 games this year and hits 40 bombs, and the Phillies, you know, take care of their business. Wheeler's resigned, and and you know, we'll see where where, where they need to go for another player. It's going to be, I think, a lot more palatable a year or two from now for John Middle to say, all right, let's tack three more years on the end of this and get to 500 or 600 home runs together. Let's get you to 3,000 hits together. That's not insane. Today, though, if I'm John Middleton, it is insane because I got a lot more work to do here and I have to make major financial decisions before I get to you. I already made the major financial decision on you. I, I signed you up so I could do everything else around you. So if I'm John Middleton, I am trying to appease Bryce Harper, but I got to make him know this is a back burner issue. We'll get there down the line. And deep down, I'm also watching to see how he plays first base, how the market evolves at first base, and how he physically holds up. An injury plague season at first, or the back acts up, or he's not superstar level this year. You think I'm signing up for five more years when I've got seven to go after this one? No. Back burner it, wait, buy your time. That's what I would do if I was John Middleton. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following WIP Daily. Comments, thoughts, you want to shoot me a note, joe.gilio, G-I-G-L-I-O, at odyssey.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening.